have a lot of emotions after this game and I'm not entirely sure which way I would like to go because there's part of me that wants to throw a chair right now. There is part of me that wants to agree with what I think most of you on this program are going to say, but I guess we'll find out. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Welcome in, everybody. Those aren't chocolates. To the PHNX Suns post-game show where the Suns have lost to the San Antonio Spurs 132 to 121. That is twice this week that the Suns have taken an L at the hands of the Spurs. Now, I'll give credit where credit is due. Wemby is a straight-up cheat code, but I'm still upset. Well, I think you have every right to be upset. This was ugly. Hands down ugly. Yeah. Listen, I I picked the Suns to win by one for a reason. I just felt like this team is is starting to to figure it out. They got a lot of young players. And when you have Wemby doing what Wemby did tonight, the whole league is in fucking trouble. Yeah. Like that dude drops 30 plus points a game for a pop coach team. There first of all, we can go ahead and get rid of the 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 thought that the Spurs were like this bottom feeder. They're not a bottom feeder with with Wemby. No, they're they're a legit team. Like they might they might be a you know a, a play in team, but they're a legit team. Like they're good and they can be anybody on any given night when Wemby plays like that. That's for damn sure. Second, um, I mean, listen, I'm disappointed because they blew that lead the other night. This one we weren't in it from the start. Yeah, and that's probably even more disappointing because you you got to bounce back and you got to come out with more energy than you did tonight. And the defense was so damn trash in that first half to give up 75 points. And it's not like, I know the Spurs were shooting at a high clip, but, but they were wide open wide damn open. near every time. And that's the thing that just takes me over the top. It was just a lackluster performance overall. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it right before the show. I think the Suns gave one up the other night. They were clearly the better team, and they let off the they let off the gas, and and it punched them in the face. Tonight, the Spurs whooped our ass. Period. End of discussion. And I agree with Saul. This is not a bad basketball team. They're coached by one of the greatest coaches to ever do it. Wemby's the real deal. When that kid gets some weight on him and a couple years under his feet, good luck to the NBA. That kid's going to be incredible to deal with. And then the other side of it is, I mean, listen, they just beat the Suns twice. I watched their whole game on opening night versus Dallas. They should have won that game. They had that game in the bag, let it go in the last two minutes. So, I mean, so far what I've seen from this team is a team that's going to compete every night. And if you slack up and get lackadaisical, they're going to kick your ass. And we got asses kicked. That's what it comes down to. This is not a good basketball team. Can we stop acting like the Spurs all of a sudden – are, are going to be you know in the conversation for anything. This Suns team played awful tonight. They played bad defense. They couldn't keep, keep control of the ball in the first half. Ten turnovers, 17 points off those turnovers, left guys wide open. This is not a case of the Spurs being uh, this surprise team. It's a case of the Phoenix Suns, who are supposed to be a championship contending team, not living up to that in any way, shape, or form outside of that stretch in the fourth quarter where they tied it up at 116. Then you know what they did? They gave up a 12-0 run, nine points to Wemby in and of themselves. This is supposed to be a Frank Vogel-led team. The defense is a hallmark, and they did not show up defensively at all tonight and offensively in the first half 
Uh, they play all right, but when you are turning the ball over like that and you're not playing quality defense, you're going to put yourself in a 19-point hole in the first quarter, and you aren't going to be able to dig yourself out, even though Devin Booker goes with a Herculean effort. It's not enough because the guy's going to run out of gas. He hasn't played. They just played like shit tonight. Do we have that sounder, Eric? It is time. Hold that. This is a hold the handle down because you're going to flush a big old turd. And that's what tonight was. Yeah, I mean, listen, they, I think that the Suns played atrocious defense for four consecutive quarters. The third quarter and fourth quarter last game, first quarter and second quarter of this game. Towards the second half, they started to kind of get it together, and that's why they made the run. They got some stops. I don't know, though, Espo. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team. I'm not saying that. But sometimes there's teams that don't have great records that are – they're just scrappy. They, they're they going to come to play every night, and they're one of those teams that you just can't lay the fuck down. You just can't do it. And so when I say I think they're a good team, they got good talent. I mean, Vassell's very good. He didn't even finish the game. Uh, uh Keldon Johnson, huh? He didn't play the whole second half. Right, he didn't. Even, he didn't even finish the game. I mean, Keldon Johnson's a very good player. Wemby's fucking incredible. Sorry for the cursing, but Wemby's incredible. So okay, but the Suns are supposed to be contending for a championship this year, right? Yeah. Are the Spurs? No. No. So it doesn't concern you at all. It's not upsetting in the the sense that think, the Suns lost to I'm the Spurs. I'm, I'm, I'm pissed think, off. I don't think anybody is saying they're not concerned at all. Like I don't I don't know where we're going with this. I don't understand why like we can acknowledge that maybe San Antonio's not as bad a team as we thought they were yeah, while sure. also s- sitting here thinking that yeah, the Suns played bad. They played poorly. It is concerning that they have played two back-to-back games which they should have won both of these games. Um, and now tonight's game, you can make an argument they shouldn't have even been in this game because yeah. they were so far behind to start with. But again, like they had their chances, especially in the fourth quarter. They tied it up at one point and then they let them go on a run. That is concerning. The The defense is concerning. Nurkic and his lack of production is concerning. Guys coming off the bench and not producing. Yuta having multiple opportunities to have big-time threes and coming up short is yep. concerning. Kevin Durant not helping out Devin Booker in the fourth quarter as much as he should is concerning. But again, it is game five. Yep. So I'm not going to go fly off the ledge because uh, it's it's game five i am concerned i want to see some more improvement but again i'm going to take you all back three years ago in the in the season when we made it to the finals we started off eight and eight and hell if we didn't have the if we had expectations that season that we should be a championship contender everybody would have lost their minds in that first 16 games but there was there was no expectation we didn't know how good this team was going to be we were just hoping that they would be a 6 7 or 8 seed that year and then we made it to the finals so like again there is such thing as trying to find some chemistry and you're playing against pop and pop was out <clears throat> Listen, Vogel got his ass worked tonight. Bossed his like, ass. Like uh, they were, they were doing things on the offensive end to put themselves in a better position with Wemby to take advantage. And seven foot four, eight million foot wingspan guy is down there against a bunch of like six foot guards. Yeah, that's just a mismatch all over every way, which way you look at it. So yeah, there is concern. But again, I don't think we need to just. Hit the panic button, flush the toilet, and any of that stuff. No, like you, you can flush. You can flush the toilet. 
Yeah, yeah but, but I'm not like, panicking about panic. the season. I'm saying this was a terrible game. Yeah. And that, you know what? Wemby had a great game, but you didn't do shit defensively. Yeah. That's my point here. I'm not saying freak out about the season. This was just a shitty game. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's arguing. Listen, flush the, flush the game. The game is the game. You got to ask what. Flush it down the toilet move on. You made a great point about the 21 finals run. I'll follow that up with the, with the following year. They went they won 64 games but started one and three. I just do not believe in panicking and going that far and saying the words worried and stuff like that after five games. I just I don't see it. And then, listen, if we're going to go crazy and analyze every little thing about this, we don't have our complete team yet. No, that's fair. So when Brad come now, if this happened with the big three and we're 20 games into the season, I'd feel a hell of a lot different. I agree with you, Lance. I 20 games into the season with the big three, I'd be on here like, yeah, this is some bullshit. I'm concerned. Okay. But but I'll give you the 20 games into the season. Mm -hmm. But the big three, we all agreed this offseason when the moves were made that there were it was it, it was inevitable that at certain points in time this season. Bradley Beal was going to be out, Devin Booker was going to be out, and Kevin Durant was going to be out. Yeah. And we needed to be able to sustain ourselves while those guys were dealing with injuries. So right now, sure, at Game 5, you could say give it some time, get let these guys kind of find a little bit more chemistry within themselves, put the pieces of the puzzle together. But at Game 20, if we're losing games that we should be winning if one of those guys is out, I'm going to be upset. Can I? Can and I, I think I deserve to be upset no. about that because – we have to have a team that's able to sustain without one of our big three playing. You, you know what my problem is with what we're doing here is that okay, we're, we're looking at it. The Suns are two and three, correct? They're two and yeah, three, and I'm not worried. We about are that. we are two plays away, literally two plays away from going into this game four and all. Yeah. Like so, it's when you look at two and three. If if this was like five straight games of this shit, I'd be worried. This is the first real bad game the Suns have played. The other night we listen, we blew a twenty point lead in the seventh quarter, and it was seven minutes in the third quarter. Is that a nice way to end the game? No, but they didn't play bad. I didn't look at the Suns lineup the other day and say this fucking this guy was terrible or that guy was terrible. This team could easily have come into this game four and zero. Yeah, one play here or there, and so that's why I'm saying I'm not overreacting to this one shitter. No, and what I'm what I didn't like about tonight offensively they weren't bad. Go look at it. I mean, Book had a good game. KD was pretty effective. Their shooting overall was not bad. What bothered me was you saw this team the other night. You had a chance to game plan, and you came out defensively yeah. and did not seem to have any answers. And I get it. Wemby is a different is a different beast. But some of the moves defensively were questionable, and you didn't come out and take care of the ball. And those two things bother me. It doesn't worry me for the future, but it doesn't mean I have to like what happened out there tonight. It was it was an ugly performance. Uh, f from those guys, and you're gonna have nights like yeah, this. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was ugly tonight. The, the the best way I can digest this game, as from from a basketball perspective, as a player, as a coach, is what the Spurs did the other night. The Suns didn't believe them. Exactly. No, that yeah. that's what happened. Yep. The Suns Agreed. came out tonight and said, "We do not believe that what you did the other night is really who you are." So here, let me give you these open threes. You're going to miss. No, no, you're not. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're down 30 in the first quarter. Like, that's what happened. They got they got punched in the face because they did not believe what they saw the other night. Shame on them. That's that's the Suns' fault. 
they didn't have to take that approach, and they did. There was just way too many lackadaisical errors in the first quarter. And then this is an NBA team. When when the NBA team gets hot, that that team was on fire yeah. in that first quarter. So first half they shot fifty seven percent from three. I mean, I mean, obviously again turnovers don't help, uh, but yeah, I mean, bad game. Yeah, bad game. Bad game. All right. Well, we have a couple of super chats. So let's read some of those and continue on here. Big Vernon sent us one. Thank you. Appreciate you. Said Suns need to play Met too, KVD more. And I'm sorry, but Nurk is trash. I would say this right now about that comment. Uh, a fucking men. Yes. Metu, I don't know why Metu's not getting I, I at least mean, a little bit of burn, especially when you got, you know, the Slender Man just fucking working our dudes <laughs> left and right down low. Like, and and they were trying to switch up. And we had, you know, we we tried, we brought in Eubanks, we brought in KBD, mm-hmm. and I thought KBD played great tonight. Yeah. I really did. Mm-hmm. I liked everything he brought to the table, especially defensively, because when they switched, he was able to hold his own against Wemby and at least be physical with him and has a little bit more length than your normal, you know, forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Metu would have been great in there as well because Nurk definitely wasn't getting the job done. Like no. he was he was a matchup nightmare for the Suns. They were they were looking at him and trying to get at him. And then to throw to make matters worse, offensively, Nurk was abhorrent. Atrocious. He, he was not good at all. Like, and listen, we heard that this was we 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 knew that this is a possibility. We knew that Nurk wasn't gonna be this unstoppable 10 and 14 or 14 and 10 guy. We knew he was much like DA. He had ups and he had downs. Because that's all we heard from Portland people, too. And sure enough, you're seeing a little bit of what they're talking about. He might ultimately be a great fit for this Suns team. I'm not saying he's not. But when you can't play him basically the entire second half, he's not really any good to you at that point either. So I really would have liked to see Metu come out there um, and at least give us a little bit of a burst or something. Because, man, there was was nothing they could do against Wemby. They tried to switch... Multiple different ways, multiple multiple different lineups, and that shit was just not working. They got exposed yeah. by Wemby because Wemby's a freak. Yeah, and and I think Metu gives you the ability to actually bring him out and be able to face you with the dribble, and he can shoot three ball. So those other guys, like Eubanks, isn't scaring you with the three ball. No. He's he's really very one dimensional. He's gonna live where he lives, and that's what he's gonna do. And we know Nerd got played off the court, so a guy like Metu tonight would have been fantastic, but. Uh, may, maybe that's something that they look at now because we didn't think KBD would get burned tonight, and and he he played and he did great. So let's see what happens, Frank. Yeah, this was this was it's the perfect storm where you can't play Nurk. They run, yeah. which you can't play Nurk against a team that does that, and then you got an athletic freak as a center. In any game that you have either of those two, you're not going to be able to play Nurk. Well, in addition to that. Fucking uh, uh, Zach Collins is hitting threes, yeah, like yeah. at an alarming rate. <laughs> yeah. Every single one of their bigs was hitting threes, and I was like, "Bro, what is happening right now?" Yeah. When, when you have a team, and we will say this all year long, with the exception of maybe Jokic, because Jokic is not as fleet of foot, but he is crafty and he will torch you. Don't get me wrong, Denver fans, don't be all up in my mentions. <laughs> um, when you have bigs that are shooting the three the way the Spurs were shooting the three tonight, we in trouble. you got to take Nurk out. Yeah. Because he's he there's nothing you can do with him out there. I I, I will I'm gonna say this, guys. I am I am absolutely at this point, if you want to use the word worried, I am absolutely worried about Nurkage when we play primetime centers like Anthony Davis. Like Nurkic, 
like what we saw from Wemby tonight. Um, I I can comfortably say that. I mean, five games into the season and you getting played off the court already. I mean, shit. In a playoff series, man, they're gonna be they're gonna be duck hunting. So um, I don't want to overreact, but the one thing I will say is, so far, I'm I'm concerned with how they're going to handle the Nurk situation in a playoff matchup. I think and it just depends on the, the matchup, though. It I does. Mean, again, if it's a running team, yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> uh, in that situation, you're going to have to rely on Eubanks, Metu, playing small ball with KD in, in those situations. You know, if you're, I, I don't think the Lakers can play Nurk off the floor necessarily in the way that they play right now. Like, I think there's there's matchups where <laughs> where he works, but you knew that when they dealt for him, yeah. that there was just going to be some. Yeah, there's going to be some. You can't figure more. it out. Yeah. yeah. All right, a couple more Super Chats here. Uh, this one is from Frank. Thank you, Frank. Said, how could the Suns do this to me? Need improvement. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. We Agreed. I could use a little bit more yes. of that. Uh, I also took it personally that the Suns played this bad today. I have never seen Lindsay like this before. I was upset. I, I <clears throat> We've been together for now. This is our third season. Mm -hmm. I have never heard you be as pissed off as you were in the back of the room as I was tonight. I was I, honestly, <laughs> honestly, all, all three of you, I was quiet the whole game. Like I didn't really say much until like they, they made that run to get back. But like, I was, I was really blown away at how emotionally charged up you guys were. Well, because to me, it kind of just feels like I get the point of flex saying that the Suns didn't really believe what they saw on Tuesday from the Spurs potentially. But to me, I'm just like, you play professional basketball. I don't care who it is you're playing. They're in the NBA. You did this to other teams when you sucked. Yeah. So you know it's possible. Yeah. It happens all the time in this league. And you're going to just act as if it can't happen to you or whatever the, the reasoning is. I don't know. I'm not saying that's how they actually thought about it, but it's just one of those things where like, Espo, you said, let's flush it. No, I want you to lose sleep tonight over this. <laughs> I want you to take this personally because I took it personally because I had to sit there and I had to watch three and a half quarters of garbage and I yeah. did not enjoy it. And that's not fair to me and everybody else who watched this game. I have fan. higher expectations for this team. Hey, that's all. You, you, I'm not trying to watch 19 win seasons. Okay. <laughs> we, you, we went you through that. You don't have PTSD for we being in that building. That and I'm yeah, done. I mean, well, I'm I mean, trying yeah. to watch good if winning it, basketball, which is what the Suns team is. If, if it makes you or feel, should be. If it makes you feel angry. Sorry, better, I was a little angry. I, if it makes you feel any better, hot. and I don't know if this will, but you know, if we have a 19 win season, we can trade all our assets <laughs> and we can just <laughs> get draft capital and start all over. How many? Okay. Right. picture you think you can get for KD yeah. right I, I know we can get a lot for Book and Beal. <laughs> Dang, Damn, boy. We just burning it down. No, no, no. Man, I know. I'm just saying. We we burn it down. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that would be burning. Jose, goodbye. I'm done with you. Not tonight. Go away. Go be a hater somewhere else. We can ban him from the chat tonight. I'm done with him. I'm not doing that tonight. <laughs> All right. So we'll, uh, we'll I'm not read doing that a, shit tonight. We'll read a couple more super chats here in just a second. But uh, listen. The holidays can be as stressful as tonight's game was, but they're not going to be as stressful if you have beautiful floors when you're hosting family and friends at your house. And you can get beautiful floors in your home by checking out our friends over at Empire Today. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Plus, they have a floor visualizer that lets you 
literally visualize what the floor is going to look like in your home. And you can check that out at empiretoday.com slash PHNX. So schedule a free in-home estimate today. And all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Also, make sure that you are checking out our friends over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They have the $1 million Big Red Showdown. And uh, you can stay in the game and get rewards. It is that easy. You get to play fun, free games online for a chance to win a million bucks. And they also have weekly pickums. They do monthly drawings for Cardinals games and free bonus play prop cards and a whole bunch of other things. So visit GilaMillionDollarShowdown.com to get in on the action. For more information on Gila River Resorts and Casinos, and all they have to offer, head to play at Gila.com. Also, uh, we will be hosting one more uh, watch party over there at Gila for the next home game, which is against the Falcons, and Kyler's probably going to play. And we have a shit ton of stuff to give away. Some autographed jerseys, helmets, uh, Kyler signed stuff. Like, come out. Come hang out with us. It's fun. It's a great time. It's a great venue on the Top Golf suite side. It's, it's electric. Also, listen, we always have rules here. And we let everybody kind of voice their own opinions, but we're not going to be a dick to people like like just on a continuous <laughs> basis and just single people out continuously. Chill, people. We're here. We're all Suns fans. We're all just trying to vent and rationalize why our team is now two and three. It's all good. We all love the Suns. We're all on the same team together. We just might have differing opinions, and that's okay, but you don't have to be a dick. Yeah, we can vent. We can be mad. Well, you can, can look disagree. at me when you're telling me not to be a dick. To be no, I just like, I, I don't know why. No, 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 I don't know why. But every single time that guy comes into the chat, he just, he's talking about Saul doesn't know it's anything fine. about the paint. Take me in the paint. Bring it. Let's go. Let's go. You don't want to see me in the paint. I got my money on Saul. Okay, that's enough. Uh, a couple more super chats, and then we'll talk some more things here. Uh, Mike, thank you for your super chat. Appreciate you. Yeah, Mike said, do you guys agree with Yuta playing over Okogi in the fourth? We really needed the defense and Yuta look lost. Vogel's rotations didn't make sense. Didn't uh, Yuta start over Okogi in the third as well, the second yeah. half? The pro Go ahead. I was just going to say, you were at a point where you needed offense, yeah. and you were hoping he did threes. What, what the, the biggest issue was... Yuta in two straight games has had wide open corner threes when you needed it the most to, to either extend the lead or take the lead, and he's missed them. That's why it was problematic, but you needed the offense. That's why he was out there. Well, not only that, but I, you know, if you're out there and the, and the Spurs were running some zone and you catch that ball and you're wide open and you're afraid to shoot it, you got to come out. That's a Kogi. A Kogi was not pulling the trigger from deep because he missed his first one. Mm -hmm. And after that, it was just all downhill from there. And he was gun shy. He was trying to pass it, trying to dribble. Like he got and himself into trouble. They were slacking off a bit on him, too. Yeah. That time, they were so. forcing him to beat him. On purpose. They were forcing yeah. him to beat him. So yeah. you got to come through in those moments, buddy. Yeah. You know uh, that, though. He knows that. Thunderstand mm -hmm. sent us one, said, We took twice as many free throws, guys. Dot, dot, dot. And we dot, missed dot, twice dot, as yeah, many. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. You get to line 29 times or 26 times, you only make 19 of them. That's problematic, yeah. especially when it's guys like KD missing them and, as well. And and with that game, I mean, at one point you get it down to what it was. I mean, them free throws, you're up three now. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it was huge. Yeah. I mean, you look at, at free throws and. It was a 10-point differential in points off turnovers. Right there, that's that's your ball game. 
the ball game. Yeah. All right. One more here or two more here. Trevor, thank you for your super chat said waiting all day to watch <laughs> this trash. Cool. comeback, But come on. This team needs to get it together. Impatiently waiting on Beal or getting impatient waiting on Beal. Well, I mean, I that's mean, not going to get solved bit, anytime yes. soon. So, yes, I'm a little bit impatient with yeah. that at this point. Because um, if we keep dropping games, <laughs> then I'm going to lose my mind a little bit more. All right. One more here on the Super Chats. This will get us into our next topic. Uh, Adrian sent us one. Thank you for your Super Chat. Said again, almost 1 a.m. here on the East Coast. Upset again at the loss, but I am convinced D-Book will be in the MVP conversation. Still not worried, by the way, smiley face. Let's talk a little bit about Devin Booker in this game. Obviously, it was the first time he came back after missing a few to that ankle sprain. Started off a little rough for Book, which is kind of to be expected considering it didn't seem like he had a very long, quote-unquote, ramp-up sort of phase between when the injury initially occurred to the time he came back in tonight's game. But he seemed to be started feeling himself late in, or in the fourth quarter. But then I think he got gassed. Yeah. I mean, the ramp up period was that first quarter. Yeah. Basically. It was all, all three. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. he took off. He scored 31 points yeah. over the final three quarters. I think you're exactly right. Is about half or what? About four minutes left in that fourth. He kind of was gassed. And that was when you were hoping kind of KD picked up you know, on that yeah. hot pace the D-book was, mm -hmm. and it just kind of didn't happen. But he had one hell of an evening coming back. 31 points, 13 assists, 9 rebounds. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't put any – put this on Devin Booker. 10 of 19, 5 of 7 from 3, didn't miss a free throw. No, he, he was really good. And I liked what I saw with him going downhill. Like, you know Devin is feeling good when he's going downhill, north and south. Uh, he looked – he looked – that first quarter, I was a little worried. After that, he started to get it going, and it was uh, it was really good. But I, I will tell you this, uh, and I don't want to again over. I don't want to oversimplify things, but we all all agree that you know with Kevin and Devin tonight, we we needed one more guy. Yeah, so we need. We just needed one more guy. Like Devin was gas. Kevin. Kevin, you know, did what he had to do, but he didn't. You know, he he didn't help as much in the fourth. But we just needed one more guy. Yeah. And that one guy is sitting on the bench, yeah, and he's coming. I, you know, I, I will say that this, guy Flex. also could have been Utah if he had not <clears throat> yeah. down oh, could have been. That Eric, guy could have also been Eric Gordon. Literally if he anybody just else who out was out there phone. playing on yeah. this team. I, like, I, I will say this about I, that yeah. that stuff, Flex. I, I you know, go ahead, go you know, I love you. And yeah, stuff, let's but go. Like, I'm tired of pointing to to the guys that are not playing and saying, "Well, if they're here." Well, we know that that's that is the like like Chelsea said, like Lindsay said. I feel like Chelsea <laughs> right now. Like Chelsea, said, you know, I'm like, spicy tonight. Like we don't know how much longer Beal's going to be out. He might be out another week. He might be out another two weeks. Who knows? And even when they come back, who knows which of these big three are going to get injured from time to time and have to sit out? Like we have to play these games with the guys that they have. We knew that this was going to be a potential issue. It is right now. Like these guys were plenty good enough. Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are plenty good enough to win most of the games that they play. And tonight I agree. should should have been no exception to that. And they let they, they let it slip away. But <laughs> listen, it's five games. That chemistry will build. Guys are still learning each other. Yeah, tonight, again, tonight was not an offensive problem. They scored 121 points, shot 53% from the field, and shot 50% from deep. Tonight was a defensive problem. And as much as... I think Bradley Beal will be a better defensive player than he was in Washington. 
he wasn't solving the defensive issues yeah. uh, tonight there. Now, I agree with you in the fourth. Would it have been nice to have another guy that could score because they had to d- dig out of such a hole? Yes. But if you don't get in that hole if you play better defense. Yeah. Agree. Also, like I will say this again. <laughs> we're not going to see too many times outside of maybe Jokic where there's nothing you can do to stop a, a specific Fair. individual. They, anywhere Victor Wimbayama caught the ball in the fourth quarter, he was scoring from three, from the paint. You saw when they tied the game, the first thing they did, they sent Wemby straight to the to the rim, and they just threw Throw it to it him. And he just and he, it was too easy. Like you got nobody that can go that high, standing flat footed. It was unbelievable. And like like I said, man, like I don't I don't know how many of us have a chance after the next two or three years, man, because that guy is damn near unguardable. The the craziest thing is, he's he's hitting shots with his back. To the mm-hmm. basket yeah. and going backwards with his arm. Shots. He's just kind of like guiding he's, the yeah, ball into yeah. the basket. It's almost like a volleyball yeah. player at the net, just kind of just, just like, tapping the ball. Let me just set lie. this in here when real he, quick. When he when he had that two handed dunk on the fast break, yeah, um, and he jumped from a look like the free throw line, but it, it, because he's so lanky and tall, it didn't. It wasn't the free throw line. Uh, it very much gave me like dunking on Nerf hoop vibes. Like yeah. it was just that simple and easy. It was. There was one in the first where it looked yeah. like he didn't even jump. I know. Yeah. Like, no, the, the one hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan like, Space Jam vibes where his arm stretches. That's, I mean, it's, it does, it, it looks wrong. It does not look physically possible what he was doing out there. I, I can't lie. Watching this kid for two straight games, and I think it's cool that we got to, I mean, we took L's, but I like the fact that we got a good look at him. Um, he very much does remind me of young KD. Like at the impact of his game, not the style, but I would just remember watching a young KD and be like, "Oh shit, the league's in trouble when this guy gets it." Today, I felt like, "Wow, this kid's in trouble when when he gets it." Um, he, he young, just young KD and freaking Ralph Sampson's body. It yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> the, the issue is that he makes such an impact all over the court, even if he's not blocking your shot. Yeah, you got to account for where he's at on the court, and that's just yeah. Man, this is Chico. Uh, I I hope I hope we're wrong, and this is the best he's ever going to play all season, and we don't have to worry about this anymore. I really do, but I don't know. And it ain't fair that Pop gets a third great big man <laughs> to coach. Yeah. Like probably the three best uh, outside of Jokic, three of the best big men in the last three decades. Yeah. This man gets. Wemby closed this out in 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 the last game, and he closed this out tonight. That's a problem. And you know yeah. what? That's Hell a problem. Kudos to him and the young guys on the Spurs, too, because a lot of teams with young players, especially young stars like Wemby, a <clears throat> couple games into his first season would get rattled yeah. as the Suns come back into this game and tie it up and could potentially lose the game because of that mental just lapse, right? They didn't have that in tonight's game. They stayed the course and they closed it out and got the W. You said kudos that. To them for you that. said that during the game. That's impressive. Yeah, it is. That's impressive. He doesn't seem to get rattled at all. He has that this weird calmness about him when he's. It's because his POV. He just doesn't see any of the stress. (laughs) Above all the shit. He's fine. He's good. He can't see the haters. Uh, But back to Devin Booker. We're gonna go ahead and give him our big, bright, shiny star of the night. I am a big, bright, shining star. He was one rebound shy of a triple double. He finished with thirty-one points, nine rebounds, thirteen assists, and on top of that, Devin has moved. Past Kevin Johnson for third on the Suns' all-time scoring list. He now trails Alvin Adams, 
and Walter Davis. And Adams has 13,910. So book's got a little bit of a ways to go, but he will get there eventually. It's just another, it's a matter of time. It's inevitable, in my opinion, that book will get there. Yeah. Yeah. His passing tonight, I mean, I know he had the five turnovers and a lot of that came early, but his passing tonight when he was getting in the lanes, finding guys in the corner, uh, it's a thing of beauty when when this guy does it. It's court vision that we have not seen uh, in this town over the last 10 years, much outside of Chris Paul. And it's it's fun to watch this guy pass. Yeah, but I do Dude, agree Sha- with you. Shaq Harrison wasn't doing it. No, Shaq, Shaq Harrison. I'm not, I'm not going Tyler on Ulis. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Ulis. Uh, <laughs> Why are we doing that voice? I don't know. No. I don't that. understand what's happening here. Um, all right, guys, we are going to dive into more Super Chats because you guys are sending us a whole bunch of things in the comments. So grab a Four Peaks beer, sit back as we uh, open up all of these Super Chats. Listen, pumpkin porter season... I don't know how long it lasts. October is gone. We're in November. I think if you want to get your hands on some pumpkin porter uh, from Four Peaks, you should probably do it sooner than later because it, like all things, we can't, all good things, they only come around every once in a while throughout the year. So make sure you get your hands on it. Also visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find out all your favorite events with Four Peaks and check them out on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. I think there is going to be a little bit of shade in some of these Super Chats. One I see already, so gear up with your Shady Rays as well. We're talking about premium polarized sunglasses. They're an independent sunglass company with a world-class product. And exclusively for you, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Anthony sent us super chat. Thank you, Anthony. Said, are any of you concerned about the lack of defense or maybe lack of preparation we have? It feels like to me this is pickup. Yeah. Pick, pick Eric, a yeah, ball you, gotta, right you can't now. put your cursor over the super chat because yeah, then I can't read words that. On there. I was like, pick up what? It feels like to me this is pick up ball right now. Uh, uh, yes, I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah, defensively, they're just they're not they're not they're not as locked in as they need to be. They're not. Um, I from time to time they show the physicality, but it comes in spurts. And again, we talked about it. They needed to be a top 15 team to have a legitimate run at the championship. You can't be giving up 132 points to a team like the Spurs um, and expect to be in a title chase down the road. Like yeah. those are things that are getting us short up again. Like these are fundamentals that, that will be taught and, and you know, things that will be maneuvered in, in order to put players in better positions and understand their roles. It's just right now it's a little rough. Yeah. I mean, right now it's rough. These last two games or game game and a half, um, it's been rough. But the the weird thing about it is, can y'all say y'all had defense concerns the first three? No, they they were looking fantastic. The first three defenses, so they were looking happened? fantastic. No, so okay, so who are they? Are they this team or are they the team? So that's what that's where I say the overreacting's got to stop. Sometimes you have these stretches where shit looks like it's you know it it isn't what it is. I'm not going to quickly dismiss or ignore that they showed in three games versus Golden State, the Lakers, and the Jazz that they're very capable of playing defense versus some good teams with some good offenses. 
these last two games are a little intriguing, but I think it's somewhere in the middle, Lens. I, I don't think they're as bad as we've seen these last two. I agree. I don't think they're as good as we saw in the first three. I think they're right in the middle, which puts us probably where we said they need to be anyway, a middle-of-the-pack defensive team. I don't think that this is <clears throat> the Suns, like no. who played the Spurs. And that's why I'm most upset about it, is because I know they can play better basketball all around yeah. than what we saw the last two games. That's what's mostly making me upset. Now, how good are they defensively? I'm still unsure about that exactly. Before tonight, they ranked in the top 10 in defense in the NBA. Tonight was abysmal. The fourth quarter the other night was bad. But overall, defensively, they have played pretty well, which has been a hallmark of Frank Vogel teams. Tonight, I agree. It did look like pickup ball. It looked like they were losing guys, like they didn't know what their assignment was at times, that they didn't know what guy they were supposed to put their ass into and get a rebound when you had four guys around one spur and the spur came out with the ball. Tonight was was the defensive problem. I It feels like somewhat of an outlier. We've seen it the fourth quarter against the Lakers, defense, defensive lapses and offense for that matter. The fourth quarter on Tuesday night, this entire game. I think you're right, Flex. Which one are they? It's probably somewhere in the middle. They're probably, uh, you know, 10, 11, 12 defensive team throughout this season, but I think you're going to see lapses like this. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up said, I know that, or this one's from I Know That One Guy. They said, how do you guard Slenderman? You got to be physical. You got to be real physical. Um, you're you're probably going to get some fouls. Uh, you need to you and certainly more than anything else, you have got to not let him establish position where he wants to establish position. Right now, he's too weak. He's too young. He should not be getting the position that he was getting against the Suns tonight, no matter what. And then on top of that, every time a shot goes up, normally you put your butt out. You you put it into your man and push him back a step or two and then go attack the ball with Wemby. You need to push probably about three, four, five feet back because yeah. he can go right over the top of you yeah. and get it easily. Um, and so it's just, it requires more effort. It requires more effort and more technique. And you just have to be very, very sound. And you understand that, you know, when he is at his peak and when he finds his groove, whether it be this year or the, the ones upcoming, he's going to get his. He's one of those guys that he's going to get his. There's not much you're going to be able to do it about it. So yeah. uh, when he gives you those opportunities to take the ball away, you need to take him. Um, he's just yeah. he's a good player. You, you know what I saw today that's weird with a big man like Wimby? KBD did a good job because he got low. Mm-hmm. He got low and he got under his legs. He looks like a player because he's so tall. He's not comfortable when a guy gets low and, yeah. and in between him. If you're going to stand straight up, He's going to eat you alive. He's just too long. He's too lanky. And he's comfortable playing above the waist. But when you get a little bit lower, he looked uncomfortable against KBD. Had no business. KDB had no business in him. But it worked out. So I'm I'm intrigued by, do you have to go a little bit smaller sometimes on him? Well, I I think you can only do that when you have a guy like KBD who has the wingspan, wingspan. too. Yeah, it makes sense. Because if you go small, but (laughs) you don't have wingspan, you're not going to be able to be able to do that i I think also kbd has a body type that's a little bigger uh even though he's shorter he's bulkier too so you combine those two things and he had some success but really i think at times you got to match athleticism 
against him and and you're not going to win every matchup with him but you got to make it tougher and most yeah. of the night they didn't make it tougher what i would do right now if i was the suns <laughs> this sounds kind of stupid and like no shut the fuck up Saul. you don't know what you're talking about but at, at the same time i'm like yeah i honestly yeah bull bull on the roster now just hear me out yeah bull bull on the roster you don't do shit else with Bull Bull except just train him to play against Wemby. That's it. That's, the That's his only role. From this point forward, you pay him $5 million a year to just play against Five Wemby because he's the only guy that will be able to do it right now in the league yeah. physically to match up with his size and his length at a reasonable level. Outside of that, so, you sound like Shaq. So what right you're now. saying is the Suns are playing the long game because in three <laughs> years we're all screwed. So we got Bobol to try. He's got three years to figure it out to be the Wendy Bol stopper. Bol is, is that what savior. you're saying? Yeah. You, yeah. One thing you, you can't you. do is front the dude. You cannot yeah, no. front this dude. You front him, they're throwing it high. Your ass is cooked. So don't do that. Well, and you can't get caught in, in switches. Like it, the Suns got caught. Cut up and switches too often, and it was a smaller guy trying to front him. Devin yeah, did it a couple can't, times. Can't front him. You can't do that. All right. Uh, can we move that out of the way real quick, Eric, so I can read these other super chats? Thank you. Uh, Nate sent us one, said, is 38 Wemby's season high, or yes. did we release the beast? We unlocked it the is, Kraken. Yes. It's a career high, technically. <laughs> we released the no, you, you think <laughs> that's the highest he's going to get? No, no, no. Oh, that's I, what he's I, asking. Tonight, is, that was his season oh, high. No, 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 he's asking, so is that going to be the season high for the season, or is he going to... I think oh, that's no. what no, he means. No, he plays right. the Suns two more times in March. So. No, he had 38 points tonight. So far, that is Wemby's season high. He's asking, is it... Is, is that going to be Wemby? his season high? No, he didn't say going to be. He said, is 38 Wemby's season high? I think Listen, what he means... This is what you're asking. Hit the button. No, 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 no. I think what he means is... Is, is what, this going to be the season no, high, or is he, he going to get more? he's asking if we unleash the beast because he had 38 points. Is 38 points so far his season high? Therefore, did we unleash is. the he's beast? Like four games into the year. I of course, actually, that's how I read it. I, I love nah, you, Lindsay, I but I think, I yeah. think Flex is right here. Yeah. I think he's saying, is this going to be his season high, or did we just unleash the beast and he's going to wreak havoc exactly. on the rest of the That's NBA how I'm reading it. and have Fine, bigger games. Whatever. Okay. We'll he, he can clarify <laughs> we can't, himself. We can't agree on <laughs> shit tonight. Yeah. None um, of us. But no, I think we've released the beast. I think he'll have other games. I think he's going to score 40 this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think he's going to score 50. I totally. think that's what he's asking. We'll see. Well, either way. <laughs> we you think the Warriors are stopping Wemby? Hell no. The second time they play him? No, you could stack Clay and Steph on top of each other. They ain't going to be big enough to stop In a fucking trench coat? Yeah. Can we read Gordon's super chat? I need a laugh. Yes, Gordon sent us one. Thank you, Gordon said. This one's on Monty. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> They're all on Monty. <laughs> it's your fault, Monty. Uh, Matt sent us one as well. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you. Said, y'all overreacting after five games. Calm down. Matt, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Matt, I'm with you, Matt. To overreact. I'm with you, Matt. <laughs> Matt looks like Owen's dad. Uh, <laughs> does, he, does he not? He looks like Owen's dad. I don't know. I've never seen Owen's dad. Well, now you have. Real quick, scroll back up. Said, go to tech review. Said, there are flashes of greatness. Book and Durant, lots of work to get done. Sky is not falling. I'm with you, Lindsay. I took this one personally. Yes, you're right. The sky is not falling, but I did take this one personally. And well, I think I like everyone should have. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Okay, before we get to more super chats, it's time, everybody. Oh, it's maybe, not time. Maybe not. 
It's not time. It's not time at all. Okay, it's In not time. So beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to Oh, Hi, man. Oh. oh, hold on. Rudy is having a son's kind of <laughs> night, okay? He just yelled at me. New, new guy. Come on. The new guy just. Rudy definitely it. just. I'm waiting. Eric, I'm waiting. I mean, like, five, like, Gerald called five seconds, and it's like, you're throwing a Gerald. I'm going to kick him in the shit until the end of this game. I mean, <laughs> save us, Gerald. I mean, save us. Rudy definitely had a son's first half kind of <laughs> moment right here. So, What's up, Gerald? Did you mute him? Is the sound turned up on your end? On the Can computer? Yeah, there we go. G money. There Lord we go. Have mercy. Hey, Gerald, we're back. Us, How are you guys doing? Something positive, Gerald. Uh Victor Wembanyama doesn't rule Not the league that. yet, but he's close. <laughs> Gerald, come on, Gerald. Tell me something program. good. Gerald, please. Right. Like, please, please okay. tell these people like. Listen, the Spurs are not as bad as people think they are. And Wemby, when he plays like this, can the Spurs can beat anybody in the league. Am I wrong? No. No, I, I'm totally with you. I think tonight was a good example. Like, he scored – I think the Suns tied it at 116, and Wemby scored 10 of their next 12. And this is a 19-year-old kid. Like, he's already got that that dog in him, which is terrifying oh. considering he's a seven foot four dog. But I will say the positive for the Suns, like, it's November 2nd. Nobody should be using a game like this or the last game as a referendum on whether this team is a real title contender or not. They don't have their third best player out there, and that's not an excuse for what we saw tonight. The defense has to be better. They didn't show any fight until basically the last couple minutes of the third quarter and beyond. But the bright side is that Devin Booker came out and looked phenomenal. Like, point book is a legitimate thing. We heard him joke as he walked out of the tunnel because he was one assist shy of tying his career high. He said, I'm going to get that this year. This is a guy that is seeing the floor better than he ever has, even if he was joking about how he's always seen the floor this well. Um, and he came out and he played a fantastic game. Like without him, that's a 20-point loss probably. Um, and it took him a little while to find his groove, but he said he was feeling fine afterwards. I asked him how he's feeling physically. He feels fine. Um, he said he checked all the right boxes to be able to return. So I know a lot of people were concerned about whether he was coming back too soon or whatnot. Um, and in terms of looking forward, you know, obviously their next game is about 36 hours away or whatever it is. But he was saying, like, I'm going to be out there as many games as I can be out there. So uh, the good news, we made it through Devin Booker coming back from injury sooner than we expected. He looked fantastic and he feels fantastic. So that's good. Uh, so are we calling Wimby Clifford? Clifford the big, the, the big, big bad spur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know. I mean no, we can. I... Was that bad? <clears throat> that was Gerald level bad. <laughs> Damn. Come on, I'm better than that. <laughs> <laughs> what did? Uh, but no, I, I. Go ahead, Lindsay. I was just curious what Frank Vogel and the guys talked about tonight, as far as just kind of the first three quarters and some change of this game and how lackluster it was if you will yeah i asked him about the defense in the first half and, and vogel was saying we just weren't up tight enough on shooters you know this is a team that we saw what they could do in the third and the fourth quarter of last game um with the way that they were able to shoot the ball and, and they just didn't come out with the right defensive intensity in that regard 
Um, the turnovers in the first half were a big issue. I think they had nine turnovers for 17 Spurs points. They were able to get out and run and hit a few threes. Um, you know, obviously Devin Vassell was a huge problem in that first half. He wasn't there in the second half. Um, so it, it just feels like it's one of those things where everybody knows it's going to take some time. There's a little bit of frustration. You know, I asked Kevin Durant about that, and he was saying it's not frustration. We're just trying to get everybody on the same page. We know it's going to take some time. We're going to try to string together a few wins on the road. Um, so nobody in that locker room is panicking, and they shouldn't be five games into the season. But it is one of those situations where you kind of are glad to go on the road now and really test this group out. You have Booker back now. Um, you're two and three, so you want to get some wins together here. Uh, it, it's one of those situations where now we get to see what this team is made of a little bit early on, face some early adversity, and I'm all for that. Do, do you think this is just – to me, I'm, I'm starting to wonder. There's Sometimes there's just teams that are bad matchups for other teams. And I kind of wonder if this Spurs squad might just be that kind of team for the Suns, that it just is not a good – matchup across the board in many ways uh do you feel like that might be part of what's going on here gerald yeah absolutely i mean i i think you look at Wembanyama; he's very unique and he's going to give a lot of teams problems but especially teams that have a starter or a significant player who is a non-shooter a la josh Kogi. like we saw him helping off of a Kogi a lot tonight and that was really clogging up the rim the first play of the game, Booker had what looked like a wide open dunk and got, or a layup at least, and got swatted by Wemby. The next play down, Yusuf Nurkic is going up and he sees Wemby, throws it out. It's a turnover. Like those are plays that, with another shooter on the court, you can spread them out a little bit better. Obviously, in the second half, Vogel went with Yuta Watanabe to try and help with that, but Yuta had a tough shooting night. So it was one of those situations where the different things that they tried to mix things up just didn't fall their way. The Spurs are, are I think, like Saul said, going to be better than people expect, certainly better than I expected. Um, Wembanyama is already a probably top 25, top 30 player in the league, and we're five games in. Like That's kind of scary what we're already seeing from him as a 19-year-old rookie. Um, so it, it could just be a bad matchup situation because we saw them play the Warriors really well in the first game. We saw them play the Lakers well for three quarters in the second game. Um, I, I think this is just a rough matchup for the Suns. I don't really have yeah. much else. Yeah. Did Did you hear from KD or, or or Book in particular? I mean, what 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 was their overall thought? Because we saw KD the other night was was pretty upset with the way that game ended. Called it a shitty game, uh, and that was a quote. Like, how? What was the what was the mood from from those guys? I think I think for Booker, he was obviously, you know, not happy about losing the game, but he did seem animated and lively to be back on the court again. Um, I think he knows, like, that first stint in the first quarter where he was over three, had zero points. Like, he was trying to get his win back, get his legs back under him, and then from then on, he was great from there. KD, I actually asked him about his frustration level in terms of, like, obviously it's early, there's the adjustment process of working new guys in. Um, and he was saying there's no frustration level. It's just one of those things where we need to get everybody on the same page, and that's going to take some time. Need to string a few wins together, and they need to play better defense. The last two games, the defense we saw in the first couple of games was not there. Um, and, again, that could be a matchup thing. But I, I don't think – I think KD doesn't – I mean, KD doesn't like losing. Like, none of these guys like losing. 
But it's one of those things where they look at the calendar and they realize, like, this is going to take some time to put things together, especially when we're not whole yet. Well, Gerald, you know, I, I, it goes back to, to kind of something earlier. KBD finally got some run and some significant run today. Played very well, I thought. Defensively, he, he held up. Um, it was even uh, impressive offensively, taking the ball to the to the rack, hitting some threes. Like, I was really happy to see him get some run. Uh, my question remains, the other guy, Metu, and him not getting any run when it clearly looked like uh, Nurkic was in for it tonight, was struggling. He did hit those perimeter threes, but it still was just not – it's just not crisp right now for him uh, on both ends of the floor, to be honest. Eubanks came in, gave some solid minutes. Why not give Metu a shot, especially with his versatility on the perimeter um, and down low? Like I'm, I'm kind of shocked through five games. We haven't even seen him in, in really worthy minutes yet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a question for sure, and there will be stretches this season where we see Metu. I think Vogel has alluded to this a lot in terms of you know, we're going to go stretches of games where we give this lineup a look or we give this guy a look and then we're going to switch it up um, all the while trying to string together wins, obviously. I think for Metu, he's going to have to wait for his time. I don't think Vogel was particularly impressed with the Metu at the five minutes in preseason because we did ask about it and he was saying there are definitely still some things we have to work on in that regard. Um, but we did see him go with KD at the five in the fourth quarter to mix things up when Nurkic was ineffective and Drew Eubanks was struggling with Wemby's length. They tried to throw something different out there, a different lineup. So I'll, I'll say again what I said a few games ago in terms of some of the players he's going to play and some of the lineups he's going to like. We go into a season saying, yes, we have a coach that's going to try different things and experiment. And when they don't work, we're going to say, well, why didn't he do this? And when they do work, we're going to say, oh, well, he should have been doing that all along. So it's it's one of those things where it is going to be a trial and error process, especially this early when you don't have your full complement of players. Um, but maybe we will see Metu in future games here coming up if Nurkic struggles, if Eubanks has foul trouble, whatever it might be. Hey, hey G, we saw Yuta in two straight games have opportunities to potentially ice games in a corner mm -hmm. with those two corner threes. Uh, he missed the one the other night, and ten, tonight he missed again. Uh, anyone you talk to in the locker room, whether it's Frank, KD, Book, anybody bring up the fact that, uh, you know, they still trust Yuta and, and they believe in Yuta? Because I, I do believe that that kid is a heck of a basketball player. He's a really good shooter. He's had a tough stretch. But I feel like this is one of those situations where they can kind of rally around a guy like that and he can help us win some role games. So did anybody mention you to struggles? Because he was a little frustrated going to the bench um, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we, we had asked about why, you know, we knew why, but we had asked why Vogel started Yuta in the second half over Josh Okogie, and it was to provide that spacing like you're talking about. And I think coming into the night, he was still shooting something like 43 or 44% from three. He had a rough shooting night, but this team still believes in him. It's kind of similar to when after the first two games of the season, people were asking, you know, about giving Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon such a long leash. And the, the fact of the matter is these guys are proven shooters. They have track records that back up that they are good at what they do in that regard. Yuta obviously missed that one timely one, a couple of other ones that just rimmed out that would have brought the roof down. Um, but he'll get better about that. This is first time playing in front of Suns fans as a Suns player. Um, and I think that can get, it takes a while to get used to, especially when you have a game like tonight where the crowd is audibly groaning early on because they're down early, they're getting outplayed, they're getting booed coming into a timeout. Like 
Suns fans are demanding. They expect a lot of this team, and rightfully so. And I think there might be a little bit of an adjustment process with dealing those types of higher stakes compared to even a team like the Nets last year that he played for. Right. Anything else, Gerald? No, I, I think I sent you the clip with Booker talking about Wemby, but Kevin Durant was also asked about that, those comparisons in terms of Wemby being compared to him. And he kind of said it best. He said, look, I don't see that at all. I don't see anybody's game in his game. He's going to carve out his own road, um, and he's going to do it like no one we've ever seen in this league. So I know that's a terrifying thought looking ahead five years, but if it makes you feel better about tonight's loss, we did see something truly special from a 19-year-old that is probably going to run the league in a couple of years. I don't know if that makes you feel better long-term, but maybe short-term it (laughs) takes away some of the sting. If he was on our team, sure. But in, since he's on the Spurs, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, Gerald. that's not great. But thanks for it's trying. Not ideal. <laughs> thanks, Gerald. Don't Appreciate worry. you. Matt Ishbia will buy him. Let's go. <laughs> Peace thanks, out, guys. G. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you guys want to listen to that clip Gerald talking about? Yeah. Sure. All right. Here it is. He's an unbelievable talent. You know, I think everybody knows that. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what he is because we've never seen him before. So we got him early in the season. Hopefully next time we play him, we can make some adjustments to make it tougher on him. But he he has an advantage being 7-4 and being able to shoot over everybody. So it's finding different ways to make it tough on him. Well, like Gerald said, could make you feel better that we got to see the beginning of something that's great or can make you feel bad because he's not on our team. Either which way. OGs is there for you. Our friends <laughs> over at OGs have your back through the ups and the downs, or if you're just looking for a nice, good sleep. You know, when your team gets mollywopped by the Spurs and you just want to go home is what y'all need. and yeah. take a nice yeah. sleep, sleep like a baby, OGs is there for you. And right now you can get 25% off any OGs products at your neighborhood Zen Leaf location from now until November 30th. When you place an online order and use our code PHNX, this is a huge deal because OGs rarely does discounts and uh, 25% off is legit. So just head to zenleafdispensaries.com, find your closest location, order your favorite OGs gummy for pickup, enter discount code PHNX at checkout. And again, this deal is exclusive to our PHNX listeners. And a reminder, it's only available for online and pickup orders. That discount code is PHNX. And it's only active until November 30th. You guys want to, um, real quickly, look at our bets from tonight's no, game for the pregame no, show? No, no, Too bad we're going to do it anyway. Everybody we all missed. <laughs> Saul, you and I got some work to do. You guys do have some work to do. <laughs> well, you Saul know. and Espo are in the negative by 50 bucks the, right now. The way things are going, we're all going to be negative here yeah. soon. Relax. So. Speak for yourself, I bro. got 20 bucks. Flex has $41. Fingers crossed somebody can get a W on Saturday. <laughs> I refuse to give up a, a point guess anymore. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I'm never prognosticating scores ever again after tonight. I don't know, man. Never. I don't know. Well, I had that Wimby 13 and a half. I had everything <laughs> except for the spread. Uh, you know, I don't even fun. know. I got a feeling I'm going to hit something. I only fell 28 and a half points short. <laughs> this weekend, I'm going to pull Saul. What you did at the, what, how much did you hit at the end of the year? To beat Lindsay. Oh, well, you can't do that because it's only a $10 bet each time. Yeah, that time I bet like $186. Yeah. 
Because the oh. last game of the season, you, you can, can you bet can go whatever ham? you have. Oh, you, you have, can go you crazy. Whatever, whatever you have. Oh, but until that last game, <laughs> it's only 10 bucks. <laughs> 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 you got to be positive. Negative I mean, you could go crazy and pull a huge parlay. You could do that, but it's still only a $10 wager. But if you guys want to get in on the action, sign up for BetMGM and use bonus code PHNX because when you place your first bet on BetMGM Sportsbook, mobile app of at least $10 after you use that PHNX promo code, you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome, which would have worked perfectly for tonight since we all took L's. You can check out the show notes for details, and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Uh, real quick, somebody said, uh, Gert Jr. said, Indica is an upper. You mean sativa. No, I don't. Indica is not an upper. Sativa is used for daytime use mostly because you want to get a little bit of energy. Uh, Indicas will mill you out. It's good for people with insomnia. So there you go. Yeah. Um, the only person who took a W tonight was Brent. Brent in the chat said, on the bright side, I won my bet because I accidentally misclicked and picked the Spurs to win. <laughs> Shout out to you, Brent. Damn, <laughs> bro, Much better nice. than your misclicks. <laughs> I know, right? Goodness gracious. I mean, if there was ever a night for Katie to drop 40 tonight, <laughs> tonight sure would have been, been that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Super chats. To, we got a whole bunch more. So those two we're good with. We'll start with Daniel. Daniel sent us one. 20 bucks. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. Said, can I ask where these dollars go? I'm assuming it's like tips. LOL. Sorry, I'm a newbie. But anyway, I appreciate Lindsay's passion so much. This is so disappointing, especially after the D-backs loss. Love PHNX. Yeah, they're just contributing to the cause, buddy. I don't know what else to say. And also, uh, some of it goes to, like, like our equipment and stuff like that. So you do help us improve and and help you guys out. And then it helps us run these events a lot of times, too. So Mm -hmm. uh, your money goes to a good cause so that we can give back to you guys. That's what the whole purpose of this is. That's all we can really tell them what it goes to. It goes to stools for Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) The stools so that my feet don't dangle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, we have Adrian. Thank you so much for your super chat. Said game was tied at 116. Just have to finish. Yes. Yeah, no 12 over. Agreed. Absolutely. Mo sent us one. Thank you, Mo. Said, why keep Bobo if not for this game? Well, great question, Mo. It's mostly, and and I'm just I'm just hypothesizing here. Because mm-hmm. he's trash. Well, <laughs> no, do you keep him around? Because Wait, you said why you, you just said you're gonna pay him trash? five million a year to learn how to beat it. <laughs> Bro's got to go in the gym and work on like he's got to go train against like mops and handles and brooms and stuff like that, so he can prepare for that size and work on the game and work on Wemby. Like he should just be in the lab twenty four seven looking at Wemby tape and how to stop this guy. That's all Bull Bull should be doing. He's not ready for that right now. It's yeah. simple. My guy Jay Gaspar isn't isn't the tallest of people, and he needs somebody helping get the shoes off that top shelf. That's why Bull oh. Bull's around. So, oh. huh. I, I mean, listen, I, maybe I shouldn't have said Bull Bull's ass. That that was that was inappropriate <laughs> to me. Uh, he's just not where he needs to be to be able to contribute to this team at this time. Yeah, Great. that was nicer. Look at you, growth. P- PR one hundred and one. Look at us. Uh, Scroy sent us one. I don't, what's HK? 
78 HK. I'm not guessing. I'm not sure what that is. But thank you for your super chat. Said Yuta just had an off night. I don't think he is the one to blame. In fact, it doesn't matter how much points you score if you can't stop the other team defensively. I that's agree 100%. A, a I'm not blaming Yuta. I'm just saying if Yuta did knock down a couple more of his buckets. Yeah, but thank you. It's Hong Kong dollars. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Welcome. Oh, if you're from there. If not, and you're just sending it at currency, that's cool too, that's I guess. That's cool too. Yeah, yeah, we're totally fine either way. But if you are from there, hi. Welcome. Happy to have you over on this side of the world. Leo sent us one and said, bring in John Wall Stop. with a smart face. No. He did... He did tell did Shams today well, he that he'd did. love to be here. I would here. love to win the lottery, oh, too. I'd, granted, I'd, I'd love to be with the Suns, too. It, granted, if I'm him, I'd love to be on any NBA roster <laughs> right now. Arthur sent us one and said, Wemby is the reason Zach Eady will be a lottery pick. Oh, I don't know about Hell that. Hell no. Zach Eady is good. Uh, he's talking about the big yeah. seven-foot-four guy from Purdue. Yeah. But he is awfully slow afoot for the NBA. Um, he, he, he might be able to get you a couple buckets, but man, that's, that's, uh, that's not the yeah. same. Different, different players, man. And Dylan also sent us one. Thank you. Dylan said, who is ready to play everyone's fave player? Sham it. I'm not that's reading not what that it said. I'm not reading that's it. That's not what it said. He paid well, his money. It. You read it. No. Yeah. You started reading it. You read other ones. You read it. Who's ready to play everyone's favorite player, Shamshin? <laughs> it was better than us, but did it anyway. <laughs> That's my Lindsay impersonation. You got got. As if this night hasn't been difficult enough for me. You've been sassy. Rude. Just wait until Saturday. You've been 10 a.m. tip, 9.30 in the morning pregame show. I'm going to be a real you-know-what. You know what's so awesome about Saturday? <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. You You're not so here. awesome? Is that I'm not here. Woo! Send help or coffee, please. Listen. Yeah, all the coffee in the world ain't gonna help you on this one. No, I'm gonna be. <laughs> you guys are so, so effed. Upset. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so effed. I might even send her a text message at seven o'clock just to piss Don't. her off. Don't. I'm not gonna be up at just seven. To, to rile her up a little bit more. I'm not gonna be up at hey, seven. Just making sure you set your alarm for Don't eight thirty. I'm gonna you be in here. At seven. If you text me nine thirty a.m. seven o'clock in the morning on Saturday, <laughs> you go get. These hands. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, look, violence. Um, you hear that, right? Okay. Violence is also texting somebody at seven o'clock in the morning. Physical Saul, violence. Saul and I text violence. all the Same time thing. at seven yeah, in the morning. I, I, I don't want to be a part of it. Every single morning, group text. Let's I don't go. want none of it. We ain't gonna do a group text with this guy though, because he's got his green text. Green man. text, baby, keeps me, horrible, horrible. keeps me safe. It keeps me safe. You're such a conspiracy theorist. Zone and pickup and green bubbles, man. I mean, yeah. oh, yes, you red, red flags. flags. Oh, all over the place. oh, shit. Here y'all go, man. Here y'all go. <laughs> hey, can I get your number? Yeah, I got you. Here you go. Text green. No, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Y'all I don't care how much, cute man. she is. Nope. Okay. Y'all too much. All right. That'll do it for us I thought us we were doing tonight. a draft. Do you want to do a draft? We're, we're here. Okay. We're here. Let's do it. Let's do you it. Wanna, let, okay, we're going to round out today's show because it was a little bit of a mess. Not the show, but the game. The day was ruined by this game. So we're going to round out the show with a little bit of fun. Um, I've been, I've become a huge fan of these and I am loving it. So we're going to just keep doing it until we get bored. The random rank and files. Eric is going to throw out random things to us and we have to rank them in order of one through five. 
And then we'll see who has the best ranking at the end of it, even though we don't know what the next thing gotcha. is going to be. Gotcha. Okay? Okay. All right. Up first, Boban Marjanovic. One. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go three. Oh, maybe I should do two. I'm gonna go two. Five. Five? Five. Oh shit, that was really loud in the mic. We're, I'm sorry. Everybody. We're ranking state farm pitchmen. That's what we're doing. So what'd you say two? <laughs> two. I'm gonna go two. Okay. I love Bobon. I would five. Love I think this I think I think I know what it's going. I got you tonight. Damn. I know Ooh, where this is going. The first one? No, he, I, he, I he might he might have me figured out. I got him figured out. Sean Bradley. Yep, I knew oh, it. Oh, okay, shit. I knew it. Five. It. Yeah, Bradley's five. You might know the theme, but you don't know who's coming next. No, you're right. You're right. But it's, I got the thing. It's guys over seven foot six, seven foot four. Who okay, goes, hold um, on. What is? What did everybody put everything? I'm going six. Boban three, Bradley There's only five. five. I thought it was eight. No, we're only doing five today. Oh, shit. Okay. So flex. <laughs> I heard eight. I don't you guys know what, are going too uh, fast, and bad. I have to write these down, okay? You're stressing me out. Okay, so I'm so, four, four. Espo, so where Boban, is Bradley? Boban three, Bradley five. Okay. Saul, where is Bradley? Five. Okay. Flex? Four. Okay. Where'd you put Boban? Five. Okay. All right. Now we're good. We can keep going. I have him at five. Taco Fall. Oh, shit. Four. Three. Definitely four. Ugh. Three. I'm going to go Damn, three. Damn, Sean, Bra Sean Bradley before. Yeah. Lower than I, Taco Fall. Yeah. yeah. I'll go three. The name is pretty dope, though. I mean, this is a poo-poo platter a right now. Pretty dope name. It is, pretty. it is a pretty dope name. Ralph Sampson. Oh, I'm, I'm saying a good. One. one. Two. Cause I'm yeah, waiting I'm for go, Wemby, baby. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two. Okay. Eric, don't change this up on me. Uh oh. So what? What numbers does everybody have left? One. I, I got one left. Two. I got I one left. I got one. Yeah. I, I got one. Okay. Oh, you you put them at two. Watch so I have one. Watch Has one. Saul has <laughs> three. Flex if you has say one. Bobo, bro. No. He's oh, it ain't gonna be Bobo. It ain't gonna be Bobo. Y'all don't know what's coming next. Sim Bular. Seven five. Let's fucking go. I won this one. <laughs> he won this one. Now Simbular deserves to be one. I one. He's the tallest, right? Man, he was fucking dope in the that one league. <laughs> God, I should have kept Bobon at one. Hey, Don't Ralph worry. Sampson, former Suns coach. Ralph okay. Sampson was legit. Yeah, hey, yo, bro. Ralph Sampson Twin, clearly was one on that. Twin Towers right? in Houston. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> you tricked us. You got us on that That's one. That's a good one, E. You tricked us on that one. Look, I saw the name Simbular, and I knew I had to fit him in somehow. And I figured uh, saving him for last was the best punch. Yes. So I have Bular, Boban, Taco Falls, Samson, Bradley. Espo has Bular, Samson, Boban, Taco, Bradley. Saul has Samson, Boban, Bular, Taco, Bradley. And Flex has Bular, Samson, uh, Taco, Bradley. Saul won this shit easy. I can't so believe you put Boban <clears throat> last. Yeah, no, That's I, I, no it is. I, but I, I don't know why I heard eight. I thought, so that I put him oh. in the middle. I don't know what. I we was did thinking. eight oh. last time. So, oh, so okay. what? Did, did we just learn that it doesn't matter what Wemby does after tonight? He's already the best guy over seven foot four. 
Or, or, yeah, I mean, I think, basically. I think that's history. kind of an... Yao Ming, I okay, think. Okay, Yao. Oh, and, Yao and Ralph, Ralph Sampson, obviously, like, career-wise, I think you put him up there, but Wemby, yeah. potential-wise, definitely can be that guy. No, I mean, yeah. no uh, like Code said, no Hasim to beat love? Oh, oh that would have been good. Be, that would have been good. <laughs> Hasim to beat played in 25 summer leagues. 25? Like, That's such a random fucking... Oh. No, no, I'm, I wait, swear. I, I, I don't think he's been alive. No, no, no. I, I, I was like, there's no I used way. to have this you talk. Were, it's too late. I need to go home. I, I fully have, believed that. I used to have this talk that like he played in every summer. I felt like there was like a 10-year stretch where he was in every summer league. And no. I'm not... Yeah, so it's that roster. I literally yeah. believe 25? that. 25? You won't believe this. They don't have the team to be summer league stats readily available on the internet. That's weird. Played a lot, too. So wild. He played a lot, yeah. bro. Oh well. no! I, we did get one more super chat, I think, uh, when we were doing that from Maggle Tiger. Is that what it is? Yep. With? Okay, said rough week for Arizona sports, especially against Texas teams. Man, fuck. Texas. Oh damn! I didn't even put that together. I'm Holy so tired crap. of Texas. Yeah, I fucking hate Texas. Texas needs to go away right now. My family lives in Texas. I don't like them. <laughs> okay, guys. That'll do it for us. Any final thoughts before we say goodbye? Get off the ledge. Sleep okay. Hit, hit that. Hit that uh, flush again. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my final thought is that the only thing that makes Suns basketball better is when we consume it together, and we can do that at our very first takeover of the season. It is just around the corner, you guys. It's going to be happening on November 5th against the Timberwolves. So if you want to come hang out with us, grab your tickets over at gophnx.com right now. It's a lower-level ticket to the game, and that ticket also includes pregame festivities at the Desmond, food and, food and beverage. Drink. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think we only have like maybe a handful or so of them less, so don't wait too long but it's just around the corner so if you want to come hang out with us and have a great time and watch sun's basketball and hopefully get that w again go phnix.com oh we're getting that dub we better i'm gonna be even more angry than i was tonight it's such a fun time at the desmond come hang out the desmond is actually pretty dope i yeah. do like it good food lot. yeah great food yep. okay i need to go to bed especially if i have to prepare for a 9 30 a.m on saturday show i need to start sleeping now <laughs> don't you guys have a show it's tomorrow we don't have a show tomorrow you guys because our next show is going to be Saturday and we'll also have one on Sunday because the Suns have back to back games so the next time we will see you is at 9.30 in the morning on Saturday for our pregame show so plan to come hang out with us then and until then you can give the show a follow on Twitter at phnext underscore Suns you can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ you can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Hey, San Antonio, enjoy your churros and that stupid-ass canal you call a river. Ahoy, hoy! <laughs>